Welcome to Faith, Reason, and Geekdom. I'm your genuflexer, Roger. My brothers and sisters in Christ join me every week as we work out these perspectives in our faith and our everyday lives. That's what we call Christian genuflexing. joining me we got a special guest in here uh introduce yourself hello i'm thomas buley uh i'm a musician and i like jesus <laughs> that's about it yeah that, that usually <laughs> in, in, in today's culture that doesn't always go hand in hand so that's a, not a, lot. a musician that likes jesus that, yeah. that right there that's a cultural a cultural heretic right there <laughs> immediately that just throws you in man thank you for joining the podcast i wanted a music-centric podcast and I didn't don't go to the five o'clock mass a lot. And uh, I woke up late. You know, it, it may it may or may have not been for maybe just like a one or drink too many. Not 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 like you know what I mean. Like not like a, a, a go to confession drunk. Not like that, but a Catholic drunk. Catholic <laughs> is there's difference. a difference. Totally yeah, different. there's a difference. Catholic <laughs> and you know just tired. And so I just slept in late. Pretty much no like hangover. Just just slept in late. And I was like, oh man, I'm, I miss mass. I gotta go. My two, there was a two o'clock somewhere. So I started looking around and I found some interesting church. I was like, wow, I didn't know there was a, there's like a, um, it's called like, what is it? it? I don't even know if it's Catholic, Catholic. Like I was kind of worried. There's one that looks weird. I, I think it might be the, there's an Anglican rite of the Catholic church. If anyone knew that. Right. Yeah. At, um, Our Lady yeah, of Atonement. Yeah. It looks beautiful. And I was like, is it Catholic? Like, because again, there's a Eastern rite, Byzantine, Maronite. There's a, and then there's an Anglican one. I don't remember, but the way they worded it sounded like kind of like, uh-oh, I? I don't know if it's like an SPA, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, my friend Blake told me the story. Blake's the one of the youth ministers at St. Mark's. Um, and we had gone to the Mass for the Feast of St. Blaise uh, at Atonement, and he told me all about kind of the history of that Anglican rite that they have, where it was this group of Anglican parishioners and priests that eventually decided that they wanted to be Catholic. They, you know, they came to the conclusion kind of as a community. And so this Anglican priest, um, basically, he, he goes to Rome and he studies and he does all this super hard work to basically make yes. Catholic Mass that's approved by like the Catholic the Church, but, but can still feel comfort, comfortable for uh, those who were previously Anglican. So it's it's very interesting because the Anglicans switched over to English a lot uh, sooner than the Catholics did. So there's all there's actually a lot more older sounding English in that yeah. liturgy, and they also have you know um, smells and bells. And you know stuff they've like got smells and bells. The priest faces the altar rather than the oh, congregation. Yeah. And I saw Saint Mark, which I, I go there for for confession, jump around. You know what I mean? Because I don't want I don't want my my you know my pastor Father Lennon like again. Again, the same. So, like, I kind of, you know, the Catholics kind of jump around. Like, well, I don't want to say too much here. So, I go to uh, Father uh, Father Kevin, and then I like his Irish accent. That little, like, I love that. Like, oh man. Um, and so, I saw a five o'clock. So, I went to the five o'clock mass, and I heard this, like, the heavens, like, almost like it was like Jeremiah, one of the prophets. Like, the the, the heavens tore open, and then I just heard this angelic voice <laughs> that was like really. And I was telling you, I was like, I know because. 
uh, you know, we want to be we want to be uh, humble and pious and stuff. And I know if somebody tells me, man, I, I, your podcast is the best thing I ever heard. There's that little demon, in, you know, that little devil, and be like, oh, and I get a your head, which, gets, which is not, yeah, head which gets is a little not, bit bigger, yeah, which is not bigger. bad to to take because uh, I think it said if uh, who was it? I, I can't remember what Saint said it, but he was saying something about like it's actually a sin if you don't accept, like if if God gives you gifts, and if you if you act too like nah nah, I, uh, you have to appreciate the gifts God gave you, but again in the right way, not too yeah. big, but in the humility is rooted yeah, in truth. It doesn't so. just mean yeah, because you have to. Give thanks for the gifts God gave you. But you know what I'm saying? Like Catholic, you know, the Catholic guilt thing. We're always like, you know, we're always so. Yeah. So that's why. But I was telling you, I was like, it was like one of the best voices I've heard singing at a church. I was like, whoa. And, mm-hmm. and not just singing in a church, but just in general. And so I was like, I just love the way it sounds. You know what I mean? So I was like, wow, that's amazing. So I was like, I need it. I've been wanting to do a music podcast. And there you go. Flash forward. To, Thank you for coming here. Of course. Uh, so, like you said, you you uh, been doing it for how many years? Have you been doing the music? Yeah. So, in terms of regular music, music's been a part of my life for a, uh, a long time. My dad is a band director, so I kind of grew up around music. Um, and my brother was in band. He's now a uh, professional French horn player for the Navy. He lives in Italy, um, oh, wow. so that's really cool. Uh, kind of a bummer because he's far away and he also yeah. is, is not always awake when I'm awake, but that's all right. Um, but yeah, so I, I grew up around music and also my sister's in choir, so uh, she's younger than me though, so I guess I had more of an influence on her. But Yeah, it's in the blood. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, and my mom is very supportive of all of us. Um, so, you know, I, I was around music all the time and then when I got to middle school when I started getting into youth ministry and kind of investing in my own faith rather than just being a a Sunday Catholic going to mass and stuff which is fine I mean like elementary schoolers how invested are you going to be yeah my kids I have Um, to do an exorcism every time it's mass I'm like it's time to go to church and they're like no no they're like I hate church I was like god they don't know what they're saying but they like I have to force them yeah and, and 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 threaten them to go to church, so I understand. And it's <laughs> it's hard to pay attention yeah. for that long. Uh, we'll give them a break. Uh, but yeah, so once I started investing in my faith, I was watching my brother invest in his faith, and one of the main ministries that he participated in was playing guitar in our youth ministry, music ministry band kind of thing. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. It inspired me to learn guitar. Um, and I basically, I was like, I want to do that when I'm in high school. And so I got to high school freshman year and I was like, Hey guys, can I do this with you guys? And they were like, we want you to have like the, the youth ministry experience before you have to worry <laughs> yeah. about doing this stuff. And I was like, yeah. lame, whatever. Um, but by sophomore year, I, I started, started playing and I was having a great time. And by junior and senior year, I was, I was, um, in more leadership roles and things like that. Um, so by my senior year, I guess, right before I left for college, I started playing with the mass group, um, and it was mostly volunteer, pretty relaxed position. I just you know, yeah. showed up, played guitar, sang a little bit. Sounds good. And then I left for Texas Tech and uh, went to be a Red Raider, and mm-hmm. it, was, it was fun. I just I decided that uh, both Texas Tech and the major that I was in wasn't for me. Uh, those were related, I guess. They didn't, and so they ended up not having the major that I wanted to be, which was a music marketing major. 
So I saw that UTSA had a music marketing major. So I was like, well, I can move back home. Yeah. It'll be cheaper, you know, and I won't have to worry about like, if I don't like this major either, then am I going to be wasting all this money? Yeah. Like, trying very smart. Out? That's very good. Insight. So, so it was, it was at least a good test run. I ended up falling in love with UTSA. It was a great time. Uh, and I recently graduated in the spring. Oh, so I come back. Congratulations. Thank you. So I, I come back to UTSA. I work at HEB during the summer. And then right after that summer, I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I could, you know, like work HEB and also do UTSA. Like, I really want to focus on my school. So I don't know what I'll do about money, but I guess I'll just <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll quit HEB for now, focus on school, we'll figure out the money thing later. Literally like two weeks after I quit, um, I get a call from the music director saying, hey, Thomas, how would you be interested in like leading the 5 p.m. mass as like a job? And I was like, oh, wow. oh that would be amazing. That sounds super fun. Um, and definitely like what I needed because it's mostly weekend work. Yeah. Um, but still makes the money. So it was definitely, you know, That's it, was, incredible. it was divine intervention. I yeah. tell you what. So man, uh, would you uh, bless us with uh, with a song? For sure. All right, here we go. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. All sufficient sacrifice, so freely given, such a price. But our redemption, heaven's gates swing wide. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. To break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain. I just had a tear just form, came down like into a shape of angel wings just on my cheek. And that was beautiful, man. Thank you. You're too that much. That was beautiful, too much. beautiful. <laughs> I had a, no, uh, Thomas, honestly, 
Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even have a podcast. I just set this up just so I can have a <laughs> private show from you. This is this, I'm not even recording right now. This is, It's not even a thing. I just wanted you here to sing, uh, perform for me. You could have just that. asked. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> just played. Oh, man, that was great. That was great. Now you guys see what I'm talking about now. Hopefully you guys. Now you guys see what I was talking about. Uh, great. Wonderful, wonderful voice. Thomas, um, you were saying you were in the youth, uh, then you went in, now you got it as a job, now you do the 5 o'clock masses at St. Mark's in San Antonio. So if you guys are ever in San Antonio, uh, check out St. Mark's at the 5 o'clock. Uh, he'll greatly appreciate it. The church, be there, show him some love. Um, what do you think about, because I started thinking about, like, you know, music and Catholic is very, especially now, you know, the recent news I don't about the, 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 the Latin mass kind of like, you know, not being banned, but kind of, you know, a little bit where it's a little bit harder to do the Latin mass. And, and I think, I don't, I don't know how it works. I know there was a few Latin masses here and that's been a big contention is, uh, the numbers are showing like a lot of the, the youth, like young people are like going towards the traditional mass. And so it's a very interesting thing how to work with it because me, I, I'm just, I don't like the whole like I'm this Catholic. I'm I'm just Catholic. Like whatever the church teaches, like if it's not a prudential ju prudential judgments, that's different. The church says we have to take care of the poor. It doesn't say how. You know what I mean? So it doesn't say how to take care of the poor. It just says you must. Uh, prudential judgments. Catholics are free. Certain like even atonement theology, we're free as long as it's not like the double predestination. We're free to have those theological opinions. But when it comes to like things that are not like dogmas and tradition that like we cannot say well i'm catholic but i don't know that's not then by definition we're not catholic so i'm not a uh you know they call them rat trads have you ever the rat trads and then like the i guess the father james martins i don't know if you know who that is father james martin he said a lot of like ooh, like kind of like but then he he squirts the line because he's like well i didn't say that i just you know what i mean he so he officially they can't really get he can't get in trouble because he, he, he knows how to worm by. So you have those sides, uh, that Catholic, and then you have, or, or the, you know, you know, Biden's or whatever. And then you have the radical trads, the uh, James, Mar uh, what's the, it, Taylor the Marshalls. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, funny. I don't like the division. I was like, we're just Catholic. Just whatever's prudential judgment, that's, we're free to disagree. Whatever's not dogmas, we have to abide by the church. So I'm not a, a rat trad. Um, and I see the good and the pros and the cons, you know what I mean? And then I'm not like the, I guess, 1960s, you know what I mean? The boomers, they mess up everything, right? The boomer generation were like, we're going to get rid of this. We're going to get rid of the, the Gregorian chant and we're going to bring this in. And so it's kind of like a weird little like, oh, it's all a mess, you know what I mean? But the uh, Lord said that we're always going to have that, right? Like, but again, Matthew 16, 18, I'll be with you to the end of the age. And, you know, the gates of hell never prevail. So we trust in the church. So the whole music thing, do you have any like ideas or do you have preferences about the music side when it comes to the liturgy? I'm going to not reference any documents that I may or may not have read because I don't. I did this uh, project for my music civ class one time, uh, and it was about uh, liturgical music yeah. and things like that. But I don't remember any of the titles, so I'm not going to directly reference sure. things. Um, but uh, I remember, especially in uh, things that came about with Vatican II, yeah. uh, a lot of the focus was on congreg congressional participation. And getting the people involved yeah, and all like, that, yeah. 
because with the Latin Mass, the the whole problem, the whole Vatican II thing with the Latin Mass was these people don't know what's going on anymore. Like it might have been true earlier that people would know what's going on, but now most people are praying Rosary during Mass because they don't know what's happening in Latin Mass. They're very devout and they're just like they're they're trying to find ways to to feel involved, and so it would it would much we would much rather have them be participating in the mass and knowing what was going on in the front uh, with words rather than just like bells, you know? Um, but, and I think the attraction, especially with young people, because uh, when young people get the attraction to Latin mass with young people, when young people get very involved in their faith and very, um, you know, deeply spiritual, yeah. they want something that feels spiritual. Mm-hmm. And I think... With the Latin Mass, with uh, the more traditional yeah. celebrations, yeah, all those things make it feel a little bit more mystical, mm, yes. a little bit more uh, Say, uh, spiritual ancient. rather than yeah. yeah. And so, and I think that's the main attraction to it. As much as we're able to, we want to try and get the people to be able to worship God as best that they can. Um, and so, I th- I try to take the same point of view with music, it was really weird during COVID because we weren't, uh, at least with my parish, Father Kevin was very careful with uh, COVID-19. He took it very seriously, um, which I, I'm thankful for. I think it should be taken seriously. Um, but we were instructed to uh, not have the congregation sing with us, uh, which was very much a less participatory role for them to play. Wait, you mean like... The average uh, uh, Catholic uh, dads. Yeah. <laughs> no, not to, it's always the mother singing and the dads are good. <laughs> exactly. So everyone, yeah. I mean, in my family, it was always my dad being like, hey, sing. Come on, yeah, we're singing. That's good. That's good. That's good. Because um, that's not usually the case. But I mean, he used, to be a, he used to be his church's choir director. Yeah. So <laughs> that'll do it. Um, but yeah, so I do my best to basically, you know, when you're leading worship you should lead worship mm. uh make sure it's not a performance and uh, make sure you're not you know showcasing things so uh i've i've had experience with some musicians that are like oh this would be so cool if we like went into some like <laughs> yeah, crazy harmonies <laughs> yeah, and we did like right. a bunch of different hey, parts what, hey uh, what if we did bone thugs <laughs> while you know they're doing the, the the get the eucharist and bone thugs and harmony come in and we yeah. get we get some smoke music smoke change just, and machine <laughs> yeah i mean what like, if i came from the balcony and just like bungee cord over the <laughs> like, while i'm playing the guitar like a like a van halen concert yeah like yeah. even even just like simple stuff like like having some instrumental breakdown or something doesn't always serve the congregation and the community best. So you try and, you know, we project our words on the screen uh, because we play contemporary stuff and we don't Mm -hmm. have a hymnal for that. Um, And if I do sing a song in the hymnal, I make sure to tell everybody what number it is um, to make sure that they can sing along because the idea of me leading worship is to have them praise God. It's not, for me to praise God and for them to watch me yeah, praise God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of like Christian music media, like recording music, yeah, that you can there. That's totally okay because that's yeah. the position that you're in is to 
provide people with music to listen to uh, that, or they that, know. that that glorifies and, God. And and see, that's why I never. Un- I mean, I how do you say? I I see both sides because there's. I'm not like that, but there are some like hardcore. It's like uh, you know they're very anti the Novus Ordum, and then they're like only the extraordinary form. You know, only it has to be the extraordinary form, and then the Novus Ordum. You know, making fun of each other. And I, I see, and again, there are some things that I'm like, like, but overall, I'm like, why can't I think it should be both? Just like we have, you know, they, they think Catholic, the Roman Catholic is the majority. Yeah, it's Roman, the Latin Rite, Roman Catholic. But there's a bunch of other rites, you know? Well, yeah, there's Eastern Catholics yeah, as well. Yeah, the, the Eastern, the, the Byzantine, any of the other ones, and even the Anglican Rite. Like, I think it's okay as long as the liturgies, you know, what it is. And then the music, I think it can tweak. So I think it should be more like, hey, if you want the Latin Mass. Because I do, I love the Gregorian chants and all that. Like, uh, the, the Gregorian chants, all the hymns. Yeah, and then and then also too, I enjoy like contemporary music just as long as it's not like a because a lot of it unfortunately, man, come on Catholics, like, we gotta get hey there you go hey you should get into music because we need more because only Matt Maynard is a Catholic right, one and there's a lot of the a lot of songs we sing are Protestant which is nothing wrong with that at all but like as long as it's not because I think I heard one that was kind of like ugh like in the song it's like there is only Jesus you don't need the church only Jesus I was like wait wait <laughs> wait a minute what are we singing it's like Mary oh. is just a woman like I was like what like we need to be careful because they're right some Protestant songs you can get the message they're trying to you know what I mean they, they put their messages in there so we gotta. I never understood it, but I think it should be both because I love the contemporary music. I loved hearing that St. Mary Magdalene does that. Uh, if you guys uh, um, off of I ten, they do. They have a little band and they they'll sing. Uh, they have a, a drummer, uh, singer, guitars like two singers, and they'll do contemporary songs. Um, and they'll do like, for example, "Good Good Father," the the uh, Chris uh, Thomason. Like they'll do that song, and. Uh, at other churches, they won't. They'll do like the old, old, old ones, which I do like. Some of them, like bread of what is it, bread of life. I love that song. I love some of them, but then some of them are, are just like old, and they're kind of like I don't want to say cheesy because it's uh, as long as it all works of God. You it's can all say cheesy. yeah. Okay, fine, cheesy. It's cheese. A lot of cheese whiz, <laughs> but like yeah. I like that. And and at Saint Mary Magdalene, that kind of attracted me to to go over there and do mass when I miss and I'm late, and so I go over there to Saint Mary Magdalene's. And they'll do uh, contemporary songs like that. So he'll song like, worship. I feel like you're throwing a lot of shade on people that jump right? around in different churches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I do that's that. That's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I did go around, but that's what that's why I like St. Mary Magdalene because uh, uh, the pastor and also uh, the music. They they play contemporary music, and yeah, that's not the end. As, but but as long as it's you know the church. But I, I see both sides, and I think it should just be both. I like both. So yeah, I think that's. You know, that's the thing. We recognize that in the Catholic community, there are some people that prefer yeah. more contemporary music and more contemporary style liturgy, yeah. and there are some people that prefer yeah. more traditional style liturgy and more traditional style music. So if we provide them options, yeah. then they like, as long as, like you said, everything's the liturgy, by the Catholic the, Church, it's a sacrifice, the Eucharist yeah. is valid, they have the priest. As long as it's a valid liturgy, yeah. then we should be able to provide them both. Yes. So that, like, if a church does four, um, you know, four English masses and they do one Latin mass, yeah, perfect. Like my, in the same way that, like, in San Antonio, we have a big Hispanic uh, community, so we have Spanish masses, and you're not going to have a lot of English speakers at the Spanish masses. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't have the Spanish masses. Mm-hmm. It just means that you're going to hit a different different demographic. Yeah. And in the same way, 
if you have a Latin mass, you're going to have people there that like going to Latin mass, yeah. of course. Uh, you're going to sing a Chris Thomason song, Good, Good Father, for us. So it'll be another little treat for you guys to listen to. I think Audrey Assad is Catholic, too. It's, yeah, there, there's, it's not, there, there's a few got, of them. We've got a couple, got a couple representatives out there. Yeah, a few of them <laughs> representing for the, the Catholic. Me, 
Deeper still as you call me Deeper still as you call me Deeper still into love Love, love, love You're a good, good father It's who you are It's who you are It's who you are And I'm loved by you It's who I am It's who I am It's who I am Uh, I feel so special, like my soul's getting serenaded. Like, you know, it's amazing. They do contemporary music, like you just did from Chris Tom, the Good Good Father. What I love that song. That's on. That's what is that? Do you love that song, or is it like? Uh, do you hate it or love it? That's the funny. question. <laughs> I when I I first experienced it when I was at um, LTLC. It's the Life Teen Leadership Conference uh, that they held in at Benedictine College. Um, and I went there, I guess it was my junior year, so 2016, um, possibly 2015. I can't remember if it was before or after my junior year. Um, and this musician, Ike Indolo, uh, was, was the musician at the conference, and he, um, he played that song, and, and I was, you know, we were, we were experiencing Eucharistic Adoration at the same time, so I was very... Um, hyper aware spir- yeah, sensitive I was, I was yeah. spiritually sensitive I guess uh, and I really really liked that song I kind of fell in love with it um, but then playing it's very weird um, it's just a very strange song a lot of the phrasing strange mm. um, but so like spiritually I love the song musically um, I ha- there's some things that I difficult that I, or it's kind of yeah, like, it's just weird you know yeah you know? okay okay um, I, you know, you're 22, and it's very hard to be devout in this culture. I mean, I, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not old. I'm 34. That's pretty. So I grew up, like, right that weird time. Like, to me, it's, like, one of the most weird. I'm a millennial, so it's, like, one of the weirdest generation. It's, like, growing up late 80s, early 90s, all that 90s, 2000s. Like, there wasn't the, the first internet was, like, when we got one or when most people got them was in like around the 2000s area and like you had was one one computer and you you somebody if somebody was on the phone you couldn't use it so we didn't have the 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 what do you call it iPhones and all that stuff like that uh when I was in high school is when I first got like the flip phones and that's all you can do there wasn't no like internet so it's weird where we grew up with that technology but we're like passing it off you know what i mean there wasn't netflix there wasn't all this stuff uh so when i was younger i feel like it it shielded me uh somewhat from stuff you know what i mean like when we're little and doing bad things we weren't supposed to or young it took a lot to do bad things or get into bad stuff it took a lot like it took missions is that we had to get together like all right how are we gonna do this obtain this stuff that we're not supposed to but now it is so. It's like Ocean's yeah, Eleven. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, like I'm Clooney. Okay, yeah. somebody's gonna be Matt Damon. And, you have to like put together a team. <laughs> put together a team. So, but now, like in the generation of 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 where where elementary school kids have like literally almost the most powerful thing in the world in your hand, 
Like it's so crazy at elementary school. Like that's li- that's normal growing up, iPads and all this stuff. It's very difficult, and especially in the music. The music, like all the music, you watch music. It's like it, it's it's you got the the Megan the the stallion, not the the T H E the, and then the Cardi B's and all the stuff like that. It's just just pure like just filth. It's not good for you healthy wise. I used to tell people this when you hear certain music and certain songs. Just like in good songs that that Christian songs, there are certain songs that that pull you into stuff. Because I remember uh, growing up, like you know, when Ti first came out or Young Jeezy and the No Limit, all that stuff. I remember when I would listen to it and I was young, like it would it would pump me up to like yeah, selling drugs, yeah, doing uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, selling drugs is cool, kids. <laughs> yeah, like it would <laughs> it would make me. It would make me want to do those, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it, it pumps you up to just be bad. And so that's why music is very influential on the culture. It's very, people dismiss it. I just mean, no, it's very, even in ancient times. Again, I, I, I don't remember what it was called, but there's a word for it that they use. It's something with the B. So, like, it makes sense. Like, oh, yeah, that makes sense from the ancients. So now coming in is, is how do you navigate that? And who are some of your influences now? And again, look, let's be honest. I listen to, to Christian music and all that stuff, but I do still listen to secular music. It's not like I never, you know what I mean? But I, I feel like I'm at a mature, at a, at a faith mature way where I can listen to stuff and not let it affect me. So, you know what I mean? Like, I'll still listen to some old rap and hip-hop and stuff like that. Curse words and stuff like that. Maybe I'll do performance. You'll sing. You'll do the guitar. And then I'll, I'll, I'll throw a verse from Young Jeezy and stuff. Maybe we do that <laughs> at the end of the show. But you know what I mean? So, it's not like I'm saying... Like never listen to any secular music, but you do body gotta be just like alcohol. Uh, Catholics were allowed to drink. I drink, but certain people should not drink it at all, and you have to be aware of that. So they say I'm I'm choosing not to drink at all, even though again as Catholics you can. I think it's the same thing with movies, TV, uh, and, and uh, influences. You got to be very careful. See how spiritually mature you are to be able to handle that. So. Uh, how do you navigate that like in your spiritual life and like how um, what are your or do you have any uh, other do you listen or who's your influences and what are you listening to currently yeah um, going back to your point about like what music's out there yeah I mean I think you can at least back to the 80s and stuff uh, with like rock music and everything there's always music to point to to be like, oh, that's sinful music or something. Mm-hmm. So it's all about like, you know, what what you put into your body, whether it's physically food yeah. or mentally uh, yeah. and like emotionally, that's gonna affect you know how you how you're doing. Um, that being said, I listen to a lot of secular music. My other job is working at a bar. I I play at Howl at the Moon, and it's super fun. Uh, we have a great time. But I also, like, I'm not playing super Catholic music there, you know? Um, but you know, I think part of it is you should expose yourself to as much good stuff as possible. And when you're exposing yourself to less good things, you should do your best to mentally sift out what's bad and keep what's good. Or what is St. Paul, like... Uh Take, take what's good, leave the bad, right? Some yeah. Things, so, similar verse. So like uh, one of the songs that I perform at the bar, 
Death is... Leopard, uh, Pour Some Sugar on Me. Turns out it's we, not about candy. Turns we, out. We do that song all the time. <laughs> um, I do Lose Yourself by Eminem, which... Uh, you Arms know. are sweaty. Mom's yeah, spaghetti. Yeah, mom's spaghetti. <laughs> uh, but for the most part, that song, like, besides like saying a couple curse words yeah. and stuff like that, um, is a lot about you know just, cooking. Just someone cooking. thought about how to make pasta, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. No, it's like, a, it's about like being motivated in the yeah. face of adversity mm-hmm. because it's this. Uh, you know, that song's from the movie Eight Mile. Yeah. And, you know, it's just this this guy that's really trying to make it in the rap game. And, you know, he's trying his best. And and I think that's, like, the good. Like, yeah. in the same way, spiritual warfare is very much about, like, you know, doing your best and being motivated in the, in the face of adversity. Yeah, because I watch a lot of so. horror movies, and that's, like, a debate. Like, some Christians or Catholics I've talked to, and they're like, no, we, we don't watch any horror movies like I did a review of The Conjuring and Conjuring 3 but then there are some devout Catholics that I know that love horror movies and when I found out I was like what I, oh, that's cool like now I could come out of the closet and be like oh, yes me too <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm afraid I'm like oh people are going to look at me yeah. and then this, I hear like uh, I don't know if you the Pints of Aquinas Matt Frad mm-hmm. he actually does like horror he has a horror podcast that he writes horror books and I was like whoa I didn't know this guy's like one of the biggest uh, other than Father Mike Smith since nobody's bigger than Mike I mean my, uh, Father Mike Smith's like on another level, but like uh, a known person, Matt Frad, um, he, yeah, he, he does his, oh, even, uh, he does, and dark, I've listened to them and I'm like, oh man, these are like dark horror movies, and, uh, dark horror stories that he does and he written a book and stuff like that. So he likes horror and, and I know a lot of people too, but then again, I know a lot of people that don't and say, well, we don't want that. I was like, yeah, but I think it's, you take the bad, you're not like, yes, horror, death, kill, yeah, you know, I you're think- not satanic, Satan, no, but you're taking the good part where good wins and stuff yeah i think the main problem with uh like horror movies and things of that nature is it kind of romanticizes some of the stuff like uh like it romanticizes demonic activity Mm -hmm. and things like that and it's like no we don't want that and also also it kind of paints this picture of like you know uh demons only show up in this very extreme extraordinary form that's not yeah. which is like that's not the main battleground that's yeah. that's like temptation is what they yeah, usually use they don't want exactly. to show themselves i did a show on that i went in deep dive into demonology and how the the extraordinary forms of attack are that and then the ordinary forms is just regular temptation yeah. that's where they get you that's, they that that they don't want to show themselves you know what i mean but they're so prideful they can't help it but and it's very very rare but yeah you're right the main attack their main line of attack is temptation exactly um but yeah so in terms of my influences and things like that uh i'll start with christian music because Mm -hmm. that's what we're here for um i love matt marr matt marr is one of my favorite musicians and like i don't even think a lot of that is motivated by like me knowing that he's catholic it's just like i really like his music i I have to, when I select songs for Mass, um, I have to make sure to like not pick too many Matt Marr songs when I go along, because <laughs> yeah. I'm like maybe someone doesn't like Matt Marr and they want to hear something else. <laughs> That's fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Andrea Saad. It's I try I try not to like. I don't know. I just listen to what I like. I also like Ren Collective. Ren mm. Collective is very cool. 
Um, they've got some some good records out there. Have you ever heard of um, what's I'm trying to think of his name Ike Ike Indolo? Is, is that his name? Yeah, Ike Indolo. Okay, uh, it might he's be like, great. Um, like he plays for a lot of Life Teen events. Is he is he's he's the Catholic because he's I know he's yeah. Catholic. Okay, that's him then. Yeah, yeah, he plays yeah. he plays for a lot of the Life Teen events, and yeah. that was Life Teen is a very pivotal part of my uh, faith formation. I. You know, I went to a lot of conferences in high school, and then I ended up working at a life team camp for two summers, and then I thought about going back, and then COVID ended up happening. And I, yeah. well, I I thought about going back, and then I was like, oh, I can't because I need to do an internship, and then COVID happened anyway, so I wouldn't have been able to go. Um, and this year, I'm going as a chaperone, not as a, a counselor. Oh, okay. So I leave in, I guess, a week, pretty much. Oh man. Uh, and I'm I'll take care of the. Take care of the high schoolers. Yeah, make sure they they stay out of trouble. <laughs> what um, about hill uh, hill hillside worship? Do you like them? Uh, I I end up finding a lot of songs that I like from you know uh, hillside worship, Hillsong. Um, I always get confused. Honestly, Jesus don't I get culture. confused? With the, yeah, who, who are, you know? Yeah, Jesus culture is good. Um, yeah. What's the other one? They sing like yes and amen. House fires. Oh uh, yeah, things like that. I, yeah, I, I end like up them. finding a lot of songs that I like, um, but I don't often listen to their records mm. because when I listen to, sorry, I say record. I work at a, at a recording studio <laughs> as well. I've got a couple of different jobs. I wear many hats. Oh, um, but <laughs> I've started to, to reference or like refer to songs as records. records because when you I say that, I think of like just like yeah, getting out the record, right? Getting the vinyl, out, yeah, the vinyl. Phonograph. Yeah. Um, I mean, I also have a record player at home, so I do yeah, sometimes do listen that. to records, but uh, but that's why I'm referring to songs as records, because I'm a recording engineer. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I usually don't listen to them on like Apple Music or whatever, because when I put songs on on my Apple Music, it's usually more for like the joy of listening. Mm. I have trouble like you know, like getting into a, wor- a truly like worshiping mood when I'm listening to um, a record, we'll call it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> um, just because I don't know, it's just the way I am. You know, like no, I, I get just, it. Like maybe oversaturation is that what you kind of? I don't know, or maybe something. Um, but like with Matt Marr, it's very much like you know. His songs could be put on the yeah, radio. Yeah, I was about to say, it feels like, like you can just throw that on. They're like three minutes, 30 yeah, seconds. Okay. They're uh, like the song structure. There's like a verse one, a verse two. There's two choruses. There's a bridge. And then there's another chorus. It's it's much more pop influenced in terms mm-hmm. of the structure and the delivery. Whereas with House Fires, Hillsong, Jesus Culture. Yeah, okay, that makes they're sense. They're very much like concerty we've got, worship. We've got kind of mm-hmm. like a verse. And then we have a chorus. Yeah. Um, and we're going to freestyle for like five minutes yeah, and get the crowd involved. Exactly. And just like, yeah, I get what you're saying. That which makes is, sense. Which I really think is cool live. I just, I'm not into it when it's recording. Yeah. And I've met plenty of people that love it recording. Yeah. Um, and so I'm glad that it's out there for the people that enjoy it. I just, it's not for me. Um, in terms of pop influences, uh, I love Ben Rector. Ben Rector is my mm. favorite artist. My friends always make fun of me because I have a couple <laughs> shirts for him. And I, like, especially during COVID, anytime I would be 
like see see people in yeah. person, they'd be like, "Of course you're wearing a Ben Rector shirt," and I'm like, "Well, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> it's one of my favorite shirts. Give me a break." Um, so, uh, Ben Rector's a great uh, songwriter. That's that's a lot of what I listen to him for is the songwriting. He has great production too. Like he's, um, he he's got a lot of records out, and I've listened to all of them. Uh, well. That's actually not true. There's one, I think, EP that he released that's no longer on iTunes, which is a bummer. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't, I don't know why. They ben Rector, if you're listening, put it back on. Put it back. Yeah, uh, <laughs> put it back on. What, what um, are uh, What are you currently like? What's on your playlist? Like, what ooh, kind of stuffs on your playlist? Like a right lot now, of stuff, if you were to go. Um, uh, so I'm currently still in training at Howl at the Moon, playing for the bar. So a lot of stuff I'm I'm listening to is just like listening on loop to learn words yeah, for Howl yeah. at the Moon. Um, but I like the band Camino. The band Camino is mm-hmm. great, and they are going to come out with a new record in a new album in September, I think. And I actually heard of them at a Benrector concert. They opened for oh, Benrector, wow. and so and that's when I was like, "Oh, dang, these guys are good." Uh, they had a an EP slash album. It was like eight songs in less than forty minutes. So it's weird to call it an album, but it's also weird to call it an EP. Yeah. Um, but that came out, I think, last year. It's called Try Hard, and if you if you are into alternative pop music, you should definitely check it out. It's an amazing record. I I would listen to it on on repeat all the time. It was great. Um, Cody Fry is another great one. His song "I Hear a Symphony" is uh, going viral on TikTok, so that's cool. And he's like, you should listen to if you want to get into Cody Fry, you should listen to the record "Flying." Because um, it's amazing. Flying? Flying. It's called Flying. It's a yellow album cover. Um, the cool thing about the album cover is it, at first glance, it looks like, oh, it's a guy jumping off a cliff, which references the song Flying, uh, the title track. Um, but then you look and, like, superimposed on the cliff are, like, piano keys, like, really big piano keys. And you're like, oh, that's cool. That's as far as it goes. Nope. If you turn the record on its <laughs> side, the cliff's shape is his profile. Oh, so like oh. it's his nose and everything. It's it's a really cool. <laughs> yeah, I think I could picture it kind like, of how it... like just the album cover is really cool. Um, but yeah, so I'd say Ben Rector is definitely like a songwriting influence. Cody Fry is both a songwriting and a composing influence. Mm. He's he gets very orchestral in a lot of his songs. Um, symphonic, I guess I could say. Uh, I like AJR. They've got some cool production uh, habits and stuff. Weird, very, very weird music, but um, they've got experimental song, or something yeah. Like they've that, got yeah. they've got a song out called Bang that everybody likes. Um, what's another thing that I'm into? Is that what, any rock I, influence? I just bounce Do you around. like any like rock? Like oh, not not nowadays like. Because I remember for the Grammys for years, our MTV Awards, like, they were like, best rock album. And then they would have, it's like, who's that? It's like, <laughs> unless it's like Kurt Cobain yeah. or ACDC or Metallica, it's not rock. I'm like, what is that? I guess yeah, I mean, any, uh, I mean I, I, I'm one of those people that is so weird. My friends would look at me weird because I was like, when I would listen to music, I don't really listen to the word words. Right. And mm-hmm. I used to love, like, like I'm talking about like... Uh, all the um, Stone Temple Pilots and uh, A Perfect Circle and Tool, Maynard Jane Keenan, like I oh, love dang. him. Some and hard, I, and I know, and, and they would be like, 
dude, you know this is like hardcore, like atheist, like satanic, like hardcore, like and then like one song they're like, you know it's about like some murder or something. I was like, what? Really? Yeah. And I started. I was like, man, why are you ruining for me? Because I just, <laughs> do you know those people that just like the the I like the not the beat, but the I like the music. Yeah. And then words, but not I'm not listening to what they're saying. I mean, like melody the song, and the yeah. And I was like, with I the didn't, song "Bad Guy" by Billie Eilish. Um, not even do I not listen to the word, like do I not focus on the words? I should yeah. say. But like, it's kind of hard to understand her sometimes. But I really just like the yeah, And I'm not really listening. And I was like, I was like, wow, I grew up like with all that. Even not like I wasn't into, but I do like a few songs from Merlin Manson. But I never really listened to their message, you know, until later when my friend ruined it for me, and I was like, started listening. I was like, oh wow, well I'm just gonna tune that out. I was like, I'm not gonna. But yeah, I love all. I grew up Metallica is one of my favorite bands. ACDC, Guns N' Roses, and then all the other stuff is like the you know the Stone Temple Pilots and and. Uh, death, death leopard. Uh, not death leopard. Uh, death tones and all that stuff. And then Limp Bizkit, Unfortunately, I, 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 I like them. I know a lot of people make fun of them, but I actually like them. I like their, their songs yeah. are good. That's I grew up with them. And of course, hip hop, all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, uh, man. I, again, I, I'm. I guarantee you, if you'll have me again, uh, or if you, if you would accept again, I have you back on the show because there's a bunch of other things I wanted to tell you too. So that <laughs> would have to make it like a two hour show. But I have a few special things i wanted to talk to you about uh but i'll save that for another time because i think that might go on like another 15 minutes because i'm very interested to know your perspective on this particular subject that'll be for another time make you guys wait uh if you want to matt again thomas thank you for joining us we'll have you play out a song and end it but before we go um you want to say anything to plug anything or say, you know, the St. Mark's five o'clock. I know you guys are there, but I know it's not a concert, but Hey guys, come over here. And you guys, <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe we can start selling tickets to the five o'clock. Now. You go. never know. That, <laughs> Back in, like, buy shirts or something like that. And do it. Thomas shirts. And then you start selling merchandise or whatever. But yeah, anything There's you want to say. There's so much wrong with that idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know if, if father Kevin would approve. <laughs> right. Um, I guess I'll, I'll plug stuff first. I'm on YouTube. Uh, I used to post covers a lot. I, I haven't posted a cover in a long time. But if you want to check me out on YouTube and listen to a couple uh, more things in my music, um, go ahead. I will hopefully be getting music out at some point. What would be um, that under? Thomas? Uh, Thomas Bewley. Yeah. Okay, just your name. B-U-L-E-Y. B as in boy. Um, and so, yeah, you can check me out on, on YouTube. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm on Instagram at thomas.buley, all lowercase. Um, what about TikTok? Can I'm not TikTok? on TikTok. No. Um, my friends keep telling me to get a TikTok, but <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I already have enough social media, yeah. you know, like I can't yeah, keep I up. Lot, there's so, I'm a millennial, so all I have is Facebook and Twitter. That's, yeah. That's, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter. But yeah, <laughs> hopefully I'll be releasing some of my own music soon-ish. Uh, I've been every once in a while like working on a record out at the studio that I work at that's like, good that was that was actually one not not the one I was going wanted to talk to you about but that's actually another one I wanted to talk to you about if you're going to have your own music yeah I'm, you, write you know I'm stuff. trying I I definitely like writing music um and it's just it's tough because since I'm an employee it's free which is cool mm-hmm. but it also means that like I'm sometimes low priority cuz I'm always up there yeah. so like oh we can just work on it later right now these clients are here or something mm. Um, but yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram if you want 
to stay updated with my music career. Um, and if you are into the bar scene and you don't mind music that's not particularly Catholic, you can come out to Howl at the Moon on the Riverwalk, and I'll likely be there. Are you going to sing a, a Matt Maynard song? If we no, probably not. <laughs> do I'm they allow that? I mean, I don't know. Line. You should sneak in a little, like, I want to sneak in a, a church song. They won't even know what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just sneak in a little, like, so, yeah, no, Jesus, just change Jesus. Right. Just instead of Jesus, say Jesus, and they won't that's know. So They'll be like, oh, who you, who's this guy? Like, oh, it's a cool, he's very diverse. And like, Oh, look, I've got a $20 <laughs> request for yeah. the servant song. Yeah, like, <laughs> they'll put a, a bread of life from the one of the Catholic hymns or something. Um, yeah. Man, again, thank you. This has been uh, Faith, Reason, and Geekdom. I'm Roger. That is Thomas. Man, would you thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming out. You don't know how much I appreciate this. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to play us out with this song. All right. beginning one with God the Lord most high your hidden glory in creation now revealed in you are Christ what a beautiful name it is what a beautiful name it is the name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a beautiful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. You didn't want heaven without us. Jesus, you brought heaven down. My sin was great, your love was greater. What could separate us now? What a wonderful name it is. What a wonderful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a wonderful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a wonderful name it is. The name of Jesus. What a wonderful name it is. The name of Jesus.